And suburban mother Kelly Clayton was found murdered in her home. Residents in her small upstate New York town were shocked. She seemed to have the perfect life, a happy marriage and no enemies. But investigators soon found that things were not as they appeared. Here's ABC's Ryan Smith. Trying not to step on anything. Okay, clear. Let's get the hell off this. Yeah. It was a scene that seemed too horrific to be real. Cam footage showing two police officers responding to a frantic 911 call just after midnight in September of 2015. Looks like blood spatter, blood on the wall. The victim, 35 year old Kelly Clayton, a beautiful wife and loving mother of two small children. I'll show you where stuff is. Yeah. Just watch the floor. There's blood there, the blood up there. Bludgeoned to death in her own home. Help me, help me, my wife. She's dead. Hurry. Kelly's husband, Thomas, called 911 after returning home from a poker game, finding her body on the kitchen floor. How long has she been down? I don't know. I don't know. I just got home. Okay, come on out here, man. Come on out here. I want you to have a seat. You don't need to see that anymore, okay? Outside his home, police tried to calm him. How you doing? Just take some deep breaths, okay? I know. Yeah. Just take some deep breaths and stuff. Just try to stay calm. Well, sit down, man. Come on over here and sit down. While inside, investigators begin piecing together what happened and trying to make sense of a seemingly senseless murder. Rocking a small town in upstate New York. Kelly was born and raised in Elmira. Athletic and popular, she was always under the watchful eye of her older sister, Kim. She was kind of my baby. You were protective of her. Very. What was she like? Vivacious, bold, sassy. Her big personality and dreams, taking her from Elmira to Las Vegas, trading a teaching job for work as a cocktail waitress. She loved it out there. She loved it. But it was her attraction to a local sports star that would bring her back home. You're so mad, you just want to, you know, you want to drive because you want to fight someone. Just like when you're a little kid and you get so mad, you just want to fight. A hockey player for the semi-pro Elmira Jackals, Tom Clayton, known for fighting on the ice and flirting off of it. So he was like a bad boy. Yes. Kelly's friend, Andrea Spirock, worked at the bar where the hockey team hung out. Kelly turned heads. And was it love at first sight? I think so. I thought so. Kelly moved back home to New York, and Tom put his pro hockey dreams on ice both giving up their big plans for something bigger. She was so happy to be marrying him. They got married and had two children. Their first, Charlie, a girl. Oh, I'm sorry. And a few years later, a boy, Cullen. They seemed like the perfect family. She loved her kids. She loved her husband. She loved her life, the life that she thought she had. I cannot sit here and tell you that I saw anything that would have led me to believe he was capable of what happened to my sister. He called the, the, the deceased sister and brother-in-law. I remember running to the ambulance expecting to find them working on my sister. And I'm like, is my sister in there? Where's my sister? Where's my sister? My mother and I were wailing. I was throwing up on the side of the road. I can't even explain to you that feeling. The savage brutality, shocking, even to the first responders. Her face is complete, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, blood all over and looks like she was attacked in bed. 
This was an extremely brutal attack, a very gruesome situation. Donald Lewis, the Steuben County Sheriff's Office lead investigator, was on the scene that night. There was some sort of attack in the upstairs area. There was a hole in the sheetrock at the bottom of the stairs and a blood trail that ended at Mrs. Clayton's body in the kitchen area. She was killed with a fiberglass mall handle. Police become increasingly suspicious of Kelly's husband, Thomas. I think he attacked her. He has no blood on him. I checked. I don't know. There was a lot of things that um, kind of raised some flags. There were no signs of forced entry or robbery. And despite witnesses and Tom's GPS placing him at a friend's poker game that night, police take him into custody. Once we arrested Mr. Clayton, the investigation did not stop. And while looking into Tom's alibi, police learned that a woman at the poker game says Tom asked to borrow her phone to make a call just 90 minutes before he got home to find Kelly's body. Simultaneously, police are looking into a new person of interest, Michael Beard, a former employee at one of Tom's companies who had recently been fired. Mr. Beard would go the distance for Tom because Tom was taking care of Mike. The two had been in contact, frequent phone calls and text messages, including the phone call from the poker game. That was the smoking gun. A smoking gun revealing what investigators believe was a sinister murder for hire plot and an ugly truth behind a seemingly perfect marriage. Michael Beard confessed to being hired by Thomas Clayton to murder Kelly Clayton. But why would Clayton, a successful businessman with a seemingly happy marriage, want his wife dead? I believe that he wanted his freedom. He just didn't want to be married anymore. I think that he's a very greedy person. He would have benefited greatly if he was able to get away with this. Do you think he did it for the money? Personally, yes, I do. Tom had recently doubled Kelly's life insurance policy, and authorities allege Tom was romantically entangled with other women, but didn't think divorce was an option. The life insurance and the fact that he had made comments to some of these women that came out at the trial that if um, he was to divorce Kelly, she would take everything from him. And then when you learn that Tom, according to prosecutors, hired Beard to kill Kelly, what was your reaction when you heard that? Truthfully, my first thought was he was a coward. I mean, it's like a movie, but it's my sister. How do you have a conversation with someone like that? Like how we're sitting here now, how do I say to you, hey, would you ever consider killing my wife? Who thinks that way? How do you even bring that up? Did you ever hear anything about him being unfaithful? Never. Never. Clayton and Beard were each charged with first-degree murder and tried separately. Beard, who at first had confessed, changed his story and pleaded not guilty, claiming Clayton hired him to burn down his house for insurance money, but says he never went through with it. He was found guilty and sentenced to life in prison without parole. Clayton also pleaded not guilty. His defense insists all of the evidence is circumstantial. You could explain away a lot of them calls and a lot of the circumstances, but you couldn't explain all of it away. He was found guilty. His lawyers tell ABC News they will appeal after sentencing. We did it! Kelly's family is trying to move forward the best they can. Since her murder, the children, Charlie now eight and Cullen five, have been living with Kim and her husband. I thank God that I have Charlie and Cullen. Those kids, that's what gets me up every day. They make you stay present. And I'm so thankful for that. I know that's what she 
would want. If you could say one thing to him right now, mm -hmm. what would that be? You took her life, not her light. And her light will shine forever. Through Charlie, through Cullen, through me, forever. And we'll be okay. For Nightline, I'm Ryan Smith in New York.